Welcome to another episode of the Cofields Concepts Podcast, where I give you all the game on how to make more money, pay less taxes, and build your own business. Let's go! Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of the Cofields Concepts Podcast. And during today's episode, we're going to be talking about the best tax-saving strategies of 2020. 21. And the reason I decided to do this is because we just entered a new year and everyone's talking about the new year, new money, their money goals and everything like that. So I wanted to help you achieve your money goals. And what better way to do that by helping than by helping you lower your number one expense which is taxes, guys. Um, you know, the average person pays over 40% of their lifetime income in, ta- in taxes alone, which is crazy. So just imagine what you can do with 40% of your money back. So if you get paid 100K, imagine having 40 extra thousand dollars a year. Or if you only get paid 50K, still Im- imagine what you can do with another, what, 12,500? Oh, my math is right. That's probably wrong. But anyway, um, imagine what you can do with tens of thousands of dollars more each and every year. Um, so that's the topic of today's episode. And before we get into the uh, the topic of today's episode, you know, I want to um, always give you all a brief update on my life, just, you know, to let you all know what I'm doing, what I'm thinking of. Uh, so as I mentioned before, you know, it's the new year, right? We just had a crazy 2020. And now, you know, we're entering 2021. Hopefully things are going to get better this year than they were last year. Um, so I want to give you all like what my main goals are for this year and, uh, know that you can kind of compare them with yours or, and I would love to even hear what your goals are as well. You can feel free to DM me and let me know what your goals are. But for me, um, my number one goal for 2021 is to take a step back and just relax and enjoy life more. And I know that seems like a arbitrary goal, but, uh, last year I worked all the time. I put in so much work. I launched new products. I launched digital products. I launched a podcast. I still have my firm. I had so many things going on, but I never really took a step back to just relax. And although I succeeded financially last year, I do feel like I failed in a lot of areas. I feel like I failed to some of the people around me. I feel like I failed as a friend. I could have been a better friend to um, people that are close to me. And, uh, you know, I feel like I failed as a friend last year. I feel like I also failed as a brother um, to like my sister and my brother, just being there more, seeing them more. And also I felt like I failed as an uncle to my nieces, you know, like being there as a, as a, as a um, man figure in their lives. So although I succeeded financially, um, I want to succeed in other aspects of my life. So I want to slow down and make family more priority, make friends more priority and really enjoy the little moments in life um, and stop being so driven to just keep going, going, going. So that's my number one goal. My number two goal is to make a bigger impact digitally. Um, I see that I can now have such more, uh, such more of an impact digitally through my podcast, through my, you know, free masterclasses, through webinars, through courses. And I can have such a larger impact on all of you all from a digital standpoint that I can't have 
on a one-on-one working with people standpoint. So my goal is to expand digitally to um, have more podcasts. I want to do two to three podcasts a month instead of one podcast a month like I was doing before. I want to um, launch more courses to give you all more education. I want to have more free classes. I want to, you know, uh, do more things in a digital education space so I can have a bigger impact this year. So that's goal number two. And goal number three um, is more of a financial goal, but it's to retire my aunt. So for those of you all that don't know, uh, I lost my parents pretty early on. And my aunt is the person that stepped up and raised me and my sister and including her kids. So my goal this year is to earn enough money and to be able to give her enough money to retire her. So she doesn't, have to, she doesn't have to work or think about money at all this year. So those are my three goals for this for 2021. Let me know what your goals are. Again, you can DM me at Cofield underscore advisor. I would love to hear about what your goals are, but those are mine. So but now that that's done, let's get into the best tax saving strategies of 2021. So what are the best tax saving strategies of 2021? And Although there are so many tax strategies, right? Again, I have a course, my tax-free living course about all the tax strategies. I wanted to focus on three. And these three tax-saving strategies can save you tens of thousands of dollars each. So I wanted to focus on these three because if you implement these three successfully, you'll be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes this year and every year going forward that you implement these strategies. So... Let's go right through the uh, the three tax strategies, and we'll start with strategy number one, which is paying your children. So if you uh, don't have kids, uh, listen up. This might be a reason to have kids. If you do have kids, listen up. This is a way that your kids can save you a lot of money. So um, if you have a business, right, if you have a business, have a side business, whatever, if uh, you have a business, you can actually pay your kids up to $12,400 each. And that money paid to them is not taxed. And you get as a business owner, a $12,400 tax deduction for paying your children. Yes. (laughs) Let me repeat that. So if you have a business, you can pay your children each child up to $12,400 and that money paid to them is tax free and you get a $12,400 deduction on your taxes, guys. This is a crazy, crazy strategy. Um, So I wanted to take a moment to just explain the strategy a little bit more um, so you all can understand what's going on and you can implement this uh, into your business this year and every year going forward. So First and foremost, which businesses can uh, can do this, right? Which businesses can pay their kids and get this money tax-free? So if you either have a sole proprietorship, which is basically you're not incorporated, that's the starting out, uh, that's the starting out business type. So if you have a sole proprietorship or you have an LLC or you have a partnership in which your partner is the spouse, then you're able to do this strategy, guys. So I'll repeat that. If you have a sole proprietorship, an LLC, or a partnership where your spouse is the other partner, you are entitled to pay your children tax-free and take advantage of this tax strategy. So um, the thing is, if you have a C-Corp and S-Corp, you can still do this, but you can't get the full um, deduction. And we'll talk about that in a second. So that is the entity type. So again, sole proprietorship, LLC, or partnership where your spouse is the partner. So that is the entity types. Now, let's talk about the child requirement. So this child 
needs to be your uh, actual child. And the reason for that is there are a lot of child labor laws that go into effect um, if they're not your child. So if they're your niece, if they're a stepchild, if they're just a dependent, you kind of have to abide by these child labor laws, which doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that you're going to be, it's going to be a lot more scrutiny on you doing it. But if these are your actual kids, then you don't have to abide by the child labor laws because you're their physical official parent. So by having them be your actual children, you get to bypass uh, the majority of the child labor laws. And the only law you have to uh, abide by is you can't have them doing hazardous work, like working with a chainsaw if they're under the age of 18. So, um, but if they're your actual children, um, you get to do this. And the number one question I get is what is the minimum age? So the minimum age, I like to give uh, the minimum age of 10 because anybody that's 10, any kid that's 10 years older can do most of, you know, some basic services in the business, but they could be younger than that in special cases. And basically overall, what it means is that the job has to make sense. So you can't have a, you can't say your seven year old is running your digital marketing campaign, right? A seven year old probably can't do that. But if you're running a beauty shop and your seven year old daughter is a model for your business and you're using her on all the promotional flyers, then absolutely you can pay a seven-year-old. So basically, it just has to make sense. And my you know, rule of thumb is 10, unless it's a specific case in which modeling, you know, you can model a kick a model at five years old. Um, but, you know, I like to uh, give the basic age of 10 and um, because that's when ch- your child can do most of the basic work. So um, those are the requirements for the business and that, and those are the requirements for the children. And just remember that, you know, the work needs to make sense and the ch- child needs to be able to do it. So if the ch- child is 11 years old and they're shredding papers and, you know, stapling stuff, then absolutely. But the work has to make sense. So how does it work? So when the recent tax, uh, cuts, and Job Act, they basically eliminated the exemption you get for your kids and they just doubled the deduction, the standard deduction. So now each um, now each child uh, and each person gets a twelve thousand uh, twelve thousand plus dollar deduction um, for their standard deduction. So basically you can pay your child um, up to that twelve thousand dollar mark and then uh, any money. It, any of that money is not taxed because basically if you pay them $12,000 a 12,400 is, is it 12,200 it might be 12,200 let me let me google that really quickly cuz i've been saying 12,400 this entire episode let me google standard deduction so i don't send you guys off and normally i would pause the podcast to do something like that but i want to be more authentic so you're going to just have to bear with me okay it's 12,400 got it okay i know it wasn't tripping um so basically, since, since the standard deduction is $12,400, you can pay your kids up to $12,400, $12, and that standard deduction basically wipes out all that income, so it's not taxable. So um, here's what you need to know. Uh, there are three taxes that most people pay. There are FICA taxes. Well, I'm sorry. There are federal taxes. There are um, state taxes, and then there are FICA taxes. And FICA taxes are additional 15.3%. And basically, if you pay your children, you get to avoid all of these taxes. Now, 
what do you have to have in place? You have to actually pay your ch- children through payroll. You can't pay them as a contractor. So I recommend Gusto. It's an easy payroll software to use. You just use Gusto. You pay them $12,400. Gusto handles all the paperwork. They handle all the receipts. They handle the W-2s and everything. And basically, that money goes straight to your kids from your business account to their account. And then that money is not uh, taxed. And the, the amazing thing for this, guys, is again, you can do this for multiple children. So if you have two kids, you can do it. You get twelve thousand eight hundred dollars. If you, you know, you get sorry, you get twenty four thousand eight hundred dollars. You have three kids. Just keep doing the math. So I want to take you all through this example um, to just you know really uh, bring this point home. So uh, James is the owner of James Candy. It's a local candy store, right? He currently. He's currently in the 35% tax bracket, so he's making a decent amount of money. And um, James has three children, uh, ages 14, 15, and 17, uh, for simplicity. And if James was to hire each of his children for work and he paid them each $12,400, then ultimately James is able to um, deduct, let me just do the math on this, $12,400. 400 times three, he's able to deduct $37,200 on his tax return for for his business. So he gets a $37,000 deduction. And then each of his kids gets $12,400 each tax free. And they're able to do whatever they want with this money. They can use this money for, uh, and honestly, you can actually use the money for them, right? They're your kids. You can tell them what to do with the money. They can, uh, it can be paid for school clothes, right? They can use this for lunch money. They can use this for going out money. You, you can say, here's your allowance. But if you're really smart, right? If you're really smart, you can turn this in, into a double tax benefit by taking that money and investing 6,000 of that money into an IRA or a Roth IRA, which I, I would prefer because a Roth IRA is never taxed. So you can take this, you can pay your kids $12,400. It doesn't get taxed. And then you could have them take that 12400 take 6,000 of it and max out their Roth IRA. So now they're getting money tax free. And now that money will grow tax free forever because Roth money is never taxed. So now we're talking huge tax savings. So let's say you did this for your kid from the age of 10 to 18, right? So they, 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 would, have, they would have been able to max out their Roth IRA, um, $6,000 times eight, which is $48,000. They can put in $48,000 of tax-free money into a Roth IRA, and that money will grow tax-free. Guys, this strategy is huge. I'm paying my kids from day one. So um, that strategy, number one, it's super, super helpful. It's super, super useful. Um, and I highly, highly recommend if you have kids to take advantage. If you don't um, and you're thinking about having kids, this could be that push you need to get over the edge of making that decision. So that is tip number one. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Let's move right on to strategy number two. Hey, so before we get into tax strategy number two, I wanted to make a huge announcement, guys. We just reached a thousand students in our tax-free living course and tax-free living community, guys. I cannot believe this. A thousand students in about six months. This is crazy. And since you all have been so loyal, since you all have been so supportive, I wanted to give a special 
uh, discount for the first 25 people. If you go to cofieldsconcepts.com, go to courses, I'm going to give you a special discount on my tax-free living blueprint. So if you, go, again, go to cofieldsconcepts.com or I'll link to the course in the show notes and you type in the promo code tax-free. Again, that is tax-free. I'm going to be giving a special discount for the first 25 people to go Get this tax-free living blueprint. Join our community of a thousand plus students, and again, you get this special discount. It might be twenty-five percent off. It might be fifty. It might be seventy-five percent. I honestly haven't decided yet. After I record this podcast, I'm going to put in the special discount code. So go take advantage of this right away. And now we'll get into strategy number two. Hey guys, welcome back. So now strategy number two of our three tax-saving strategies of 2021. So. Strategy number two is what's called the S-Corp strategy. And I'm pretty sure you heard me talk talk about this before, but um, basically this strategy allows you to save thousands of dollars in the uh, in the frame of um, saving on FICA taxes or self-employment taxes. So let's take a let's take a step back and talk about this from a high level. So if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, side gig, freelancer, gig worker, whatever, and um, you get paid, you have to pay th- three taxes. One of those taxes is federal taxes, which is on average about 25%. Um, the second tax you have to pay is state taxes, depending on what state you live in. So let's say on average, that's 5%. Um, and then you have to pay what's called self-employment taxes or FICA taxes, which is additional 15.3%. So let's add that up really quickly. If you own a business uh, or you know, again, have a side gig, you have to pay on average 25% in federal taxes, another 5% in state taxes, and another 15.3% in FICA taxes. Guys, that's 45.3% in taxes on every dollar that you make. So if you make 100 grand, you're paying $45,300. That is not okay. So the good thing is there is something that you can do about it. So how does it work? When you have... LLC or 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 um, sole proprietorship, you can't avoid any of these taxes. But if you um, have your LLC taxed as an S corp or have your sole proprietorship taxed as an S corp, you can now avoid that those FICA taxes, that fifteen point three point three percent taxes. And the way you can do that is because um, when you change your LLC to an S corp, you are you are able to pay yourself a salary. Right. So you're able to pay yourself a salary and you only pay FICA taxes on the salary paid to yourself. So, again, you only pay FICA taxes on the uh, salary paid to yourself. You cannot pay yourself a salary if you're LLC. You cannot pay yourself a salary if you are uh, S corporation. I mean, I'm sorry, if you are a sole proprietorship. So by shifting to S corporation, you're able to pay yourself a salary. And again, you only pay FICA taxes on that salary. So how much could this actually save you? Well, let's go through an example. So. Let's say you had a business, right, and you had a net income of $100,000. So basically, after all expenses, you had $100,000 left over. You would pay FICA taxes on that $100,000, which is 15.3%. So you would pay $15,300 in FICA taxes, which sucks, right? So what if instead you had an S corporation? So let's say you had an S corporation and you made that same $100,000, So now, instead of all of that $100,000 being hit with FICA taxes, you can pay yourself a salary. And the IRS has a threshold of what a minimum salary should be. And basically, 
uh, 25% is the minimum salary that you can pay yourself. Because obviously, if you pay yourself no salary, you're not going to pay any FICA taxes. And the IRS knows that they're not going. So um, as a rule of thumb, about 25% is the minimum salary that you can pay yourself as an S-Corp owner. So you made 100 grand. You paid yourself a $25,000 salary. And you have to pay FICA taxes on the salary. So what's 15.3% of 25000 that's about $3,825. But the other $75,000, the, uh, the rest of that money avoids FICA taxes completely. So now, instead of paying $15,300 in FICA taxes, you're only paying $3,825 in FICA taxes, which is a total savings of $11,475 just by switching from an LLC to an S corporation. So guys, this strategy I've been teaching all of my clients, I teach this in my tax-free living course exactly how to do it. And um, I've you know, been saving clients tens of thousands of dollars to do. This is what people pay me thousands of dollars a year to work with me to help them do. And I'm telling you all this in the free podcast because you deserve it. So again, strategy number two is the uh, shifting your LLC or your sole proprietorship to an S corporation. And the third tax strategy is um, getting the IRS to give you a deduction for buying your dream car. So how does this car saving tax strategy work? So basically, um, if you have a business, and again, all these strategies are for business owners or people that have a side gig, which is why I preach that even if you're an employee, you need to at least have a side gig um, in place or just go ahead and become a full-time business owner to get these tax savings. Give me one second. I think I just stepped out of my closet and it started echoing. So I'm going to sit back down and get into this uh, better acoustic environment. So um, let's talk about this car saving strategy. So basically the IRS says if you buy a car and you use it for business use. Now, again, I want to stress on this. You do not have to buy the car in your business's name. You can buy the car in your personal name, but you need to use it for at least a portion of the business of business use. And the IRS says if you do that you get to take what's called a 179 deduction. And that deduction is up to $18,000 in the first year that the vehicle is put into business, right? So let's say you go and buy a uh, Tesla, right? Uh, You you know, go and you you don't have to buy this with cash. You can finance the car. Just, you know, go obviously put a down payment down to finance the car. And let's say the car is worth $50,000. The IRS says you can take an $18,000 deduction in year one, and then you can deduct the rest in upcoming years. So you can buy the car in December and still write off the full $18,000 deduction in year one. And then in year two, you could take $16,000. In year three, you could take $9,600 until you, and you keep doing this until you run out of the car's full value. But the beauty is you can go buy the car of your dreams and get an $18,000 deduction for that car. And here's what's even doper about it. If you buy a vehicle over 6,000 pounds, you get to deduct the full value of the car in the first year. That's right. You heard me correctly. You can deduct the full amount of the car in the first year. So let's say you go buy a Ford F-150. That's way over 6,000 pounds. And the car is $61,000. You can literally buy the car and deduct $61,000 depreciation deduction on your tax return in year one and get that full deduction. So let's say you're in 
um, a 35% tax bracket, right? And you buy a $60,000 car. That is literally $21,000 in actual savings that you get on your taxes for buying a car that you wanted anyway. Guys, this, these strategies are so powerful. And again, I talk about these in more in depth in my tax-free living course. If you haven't got it, check it out. But I'm giving you this right here for free because again, you're all listening, your listeners, you deserve it. And I want you to save a crap ton of money in taxes this year. So strategy number three is um, buying your dream car and getting the IRS to give you a, a, either an $18,000 deduction in year one or the full 60,000 or however much the car costs in year two. I mean, in year one, if it's over uh, 6,000 pounds. So those are the three strategies. Again, strategy number one, pay your kids from your business properly. You get to deduct up to $12,400 per child and they get that money tax-free. Strategy number two is, what was strategy number two? It was, um, oh, S-Corp strategy, how to save $1,000 simply from turning your LLC to S-Corp. Tax saving strategy number three is getting the IRS to give you a tax deduction for buying your dream car. Um, I hope you all have uh, really enjoyed this uh, this episode. This was really fun for me. Let's go into 2021. Let's make more money. Let's save more money. Let's put more money back in our pocket. And let's invest that extra money to build generational wealth. So I really, really hope you guys invest, uh, enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you got any value at all, all I ask is that you leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. You can also check us out at cofieldsconcepts.com for more resources and other podcast episodes. Lastly, you can follow me at cofield underscore advisor, where I'm always giving free tips and more game on how to live tax-free on your own business and get to financial freedom. (laughs) All right, guys. See you all next time.